car Might win an Oscar, you can never tell The movie's gonna make me a big star Welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, uh, and beside camera one, Oscar winner from several years ago, and just, you know, Meryl Streep. Meryl, good to see you. It was a dream come true. <laughs> Meryl Streep, way to you go. You know, when I did Sophie's Choice, I didn't think that was going to really amount to anything, but I'm so glad I did that. Congratulations Th to Thank you. you. It was an honor. Congratulations. Yeah. That's Greg Tillman. This is Meet Me at the Movies. We talk movies every single week right here, and I give you a taste of what we like, dislike, and just other things related to cinema. Uh, thanks to Cleveland Community College for making this show possible every single week. Oh, and shucks. You're welcome. <laughs> email us, info at c19.tv. And if you want to download the podcast, you can do that by going to wgwg.org. Hey, uh, let's check in the, uh, on the Tim Cam. Uh, treacherous Tim Foster. Treacherous Tim Foster. Look at you. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. a nice guy, but you do have to watch your back. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know, if you look closely, that's not a letter opener. That he's no, got near him. That's not a letter. No, it's something else. Something in there. And I have been watching my back. Uh, he bought it off QVC. The Ginsu knives are back on sale. And so, uh, yeah. Tim, welcome. I Let's hate it see. when they do that. It always makes me nervous. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Well, man, uh, Greg, a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. Uh, the Oscars uh, happened uh, over the, the last By the way, weekend. why is it just us? Where, it's, what, it's just us. Um, we've got Christian Jessup and Catherine Manning on assignment. They are on assignment. Nah, they week. just wised up. <laughs> They'd had enough of this. Which means that they just didn't want to show up this yeah, week. That, they that, wanted to, to leave it that. with us. But we do appreciate them uh, coming in and spending time with us. They're, they're having fun. They're enjoying it. Yeah. So, Oh, you mean this week when they're not here or just it, in previous weeks? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe this week they're not enjoying it. Maybe this week they are enjoying it. That's what I'm betting. Yes, that's what you meant. Yeah. That's what you meant. Well, we are going to talk Oscars. Um, it was the, uh, the lowest viewed Oscars what ever? Is it? I hadn't heard that. Um, yeah, the, the lowest viewed ever. And, uh, you know, somebody was asking me uh, earlier this week, why did I think that was the case? And I think, I think a lot of it has to do with, and, and Tim and I just talked about it a little bit just before the show. I think uh, there were no surprises. I think everybody knew what the winners were going to be or at least narrowed it down. I think that was part of it. Um, I think another part of it is we knew that there were going to be a, a million different political type things going on, which always happens that's not a surprise but there were so many different ones um and you weren't sure which was going to be the, the the political um you know soup to rise to the top yeah and so maybe that was part of it but i, I think if you look at the the roster of winners it was spread out somewhat evenly there no one ran away with it i don't yeah. think yeah i'll agree yeah there, there were no uh, runaways i mean even if you look at uh the uh, the shape of uh, the shape of water which oh. was the uh, which was the big winner. I, I hope think. that's not a pop-up book. No, it's not a pop-up oh, book. Thank goodness no for that. No, it's not a pop-up book. Some scenes I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the big winner, but the big winner by only, it won four. Um, and then there were several others that won uh, multiple. Uh, three billboards had two wins. Right. Uh, Blade Runner uh, 2049 had two wins. Um, and then Dunkirk had three wins. And so, yeah, when I say it was the big winner, it's just because it won one more than the others. Yeah. Um, it did win for uh, the best director and the best film. So when you do that, you know, I, I think that does kind of take it up, uh, take it up to the top. Right. But to me, nothing surprised me. Uh, when I looked at my Oscar predictions, I was 19 of 24, so I was pretty good. And the, only, the main ones I missed were some of the categories like uh, documentary um, and uh, I think uh, one of the short categories I missed out on. But 
you know, those are, you know, you never really yeah. know where those yeah. are going to go. Yeah. Um, the only big category that I missed out on was, was the shape of water, which... Um, the picture? Yeah, best picture. Um, I've, I predicted it was going to go for three billboards, but I hoped it would go for the shape of the water. So it still had the, the shape of water, not the shape there of water. There you go. Water. That's right. Um, so I'm, it, it wasn't a surprise to me. And when I looked at the ones that, that won, I said, you know, there wasn't any shockers to me. Um, I, for the best picture, I could have seen it going to uh, either three billboards, a get out, or, or the shape of water. Yeah. So um, none of those would have surprised me. If anything out of that, it would have would have shocked me, so I think it was a, it was an interesting year. Uh, we had um, you know films that that told stories through. I mean, Water is a great example. I mean, it was a modern day kind of fable. I'm so glad that one. When you first mentioned it on yeah. the show when it came out, I made some jokes about it. And I just couldn't quite wrap my head around the concept. And when I saw it, it was still odd, but I, I gave it so much credit. I think, and I'm glad it was recognized. Uh, for the creativity that it yeah. had. I, how often can you look at a movie, finish it, and go, I've never seen anything quite like exactly. that. Exactly. Everything's a retread or a reboot. Right, yeah, and, and for a film that is a genre-specific film that, well, I say genre-specific, I mean, it's fantasy, yeah. but it touched on so many other different elements. And we talked about this when we first started talking about the movie, is that um, it had this kind of Cold War, James Bond kind of feel. There's a lot of stuff in it. Uh, you know, it definitely was a, a tribute to the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, Fred Astaire films. Fred Astaire films, yeah, it had the musical in it. And, and so it, it, it was paying tribute to Hollywood, but so many different types of Hollywood. And for it to be recognized, artistically, I thought it was the best film of the year because of that right. and because of what it was able to achieve. But it had a message. You know, it had a message as well. And um, you know, message films, Academy voters definitely take note of. They love that stuff. But for it to be a message film wrapped up in this fantasy love story about a sea creature falling in love with a human, oh my gosh. You know, you think, how in the world can that become the film of the year? And it did. Wasn't exactly Splash. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so congratulations to The Shape of Water with the Four Winds for uh, Best Picture Director, uh, Music, and also Production Design. Uh, also, I do want to say congrats to uh, Dunkirk, uh, three wins, technical wins for uh, for editing, sound mixing, and sound editing uh, for that. Uh, three billboards, as we mentioned earlier, it got the acting awards. Uh, Frances McDormand, uh, no surprise there. Uh, she was the favorite uh, going into that. And uh, Sam Rockwell got best supporting actor, and he had pretty much kind of dominated. And we're going to talk about some of those dominations uh, a little later on as far as who has really been winning throughout uh, throughout award season. Blade Runner, uh, you know, great to see this uh, this film, the sequel. You know, how many years later uh, do 30? well? Yeah, it was 84, maybe? Was that when it came out? 84? Over 30, then. So, uh, yeah, just uh, an incredible film visually, and it did win in those visual categories with special effects uh, and cinematography. And congratulations to the cinematographer for this, uh, Roger Deakins. It's his first ever Oscar win after 14 nominations. That's amazing. When they announced yeah. that, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, but so you know when you see uh, when you see the uh, these folks who have been kind of these mainstays finally win, uh, you you kind of go yeah, little little cheering, little yeah. excitement for them. Uh, oldest uh, winner ever at the Oscars James also Ivory. happened, yeah. James Ivory, uh, for the uh, screenplay adapted screenplay for Call Me by Your Name, 89 years old. Wow, uh, 89 years old, and um, he. Uh, we, uh, the person who held that previously was Christopher Plummer, 
Um, it, it was nominated as well. It was nominated yeah. again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, some, some really interesting things that kind of popped up uh, for this year's awards. What are some of the things that kind of stood out to you about the winners and things you want to chat about as it related to the, to the Oscars it seemed, this year? It seemed like a year of firsts. You had the first African-American win for screenplay. Right, or right. Get Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have notes here, but I don't, that doesn't mean I can decipher them. Um, I, I, I got to admit, I know there was some criticism about Kimmel's bid of taking the Gal Gadot and, and, and Luke Skywalker into the movie theater, but I thought that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like I thought that, that was a great bit. It's fun. And I mean, Kimmel's one of the best hosts I think they've yeah. had in a long time. Yeah, I agree. He, he's, um, he's topical, he's interesting, um, and, um, and he finds a way to connect with audience and the, uh, and the cast and crew or the actors and the, the crew that, that are there. I, I think he, he finds a way to, to make it work. So, yeah, I mean, it was the, the like I said, least watched, but I think it was a, a good year in film. I mean, I look back at some of the, the films that, that, um, that I've reviewed this year, and I think a solid year. Yeah. Yeah, there were no overt political statements. I don't think. I mean, no. the, I mean, there the, were some. the themes of yeah. inclusion and diversity and 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 empowerment of women. One thing my wife did say, and this this came from her, not me, but um, there were a couple times that the uh, presenters singled out when there was only a woman recognized. For instance, um, for a director, um, you know, it was okay for for best director, men and one woman. Uh, for cinematographer, <laughs> man, and one woman. And right. so, to me, um, I understand what was being said. And, and my, my wife said this. She says, you know, she says, to me that, um, this is my wife saying, not me. She said, I think it belittles the accomplishment of the others, no matter what, what it is you've done, whether it's you're a man or a woman, if you've accomplished that, um, you should be recognized. Right you know, equally as that. And I know what... I, I know get the the, I get both sides of that. I do, and I, and I understand the point that was being made. And, um, but, but you know, I, I will tend to agree that I think, you know, they, they all deserve uh, the recognition, whether you're a man or a woman. I do feel that the, there needs to be more um, inclusion on who is nominated. But I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's a result of what the Academy or what any of the awards organizations are recognizing. I think it's a matter of the opportunities that are being provided to these filmmakers. Well, are there more men directing? Are there more men there writing? Yeah. So yeah. statistically, it's going to be skewed, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It is. It is. Hey, let me ask you something. Uh, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but in Frances McDormand's speech, she talked about adding uh, uh, diversity clauses. What is that? Do you know? I, I do, but um, I am under obligation by my lawyer. Um, not to say anything about the in uh, diversity or inclusion. Do you clauses. have a lawyer? I do. Yeah, for this show specifically. <laughs> so uh, I've I've been asked not to comment on diversity clauses or inclusion clauses, which means you don't know what it means. Which means I'm not allowed to speak upon <laughs> inclusion clauses or diversity clauses. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, Google that and see what you find out, and then email us at what's that address? Info so at c19.tv. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, and, and there's uh, there is there is a lot there is a lot to talk about as it relates to that, but we don't have the time to go into all the details. Yeah, all right. Because there are a lot of details. You're dodging it. Okay. I'm not dodging it. I'm just doing what my lawyer says I need to do in order to keep doing this show.
um, week after week after week after week. I didn't know you were so lawyered up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, any other uh, Oscar spotlights before we take a break? I was glad to see Gary Oldman take Man. it home. Yeah, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was perfect in that, yeah. and he's always been a great actor. It's just nice to see him. Was that his first win? That was his first Oscar win. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and there were there were a lot of first well Oscar deserved. wins as well. Um, yeah. I mean, Allison Janney, um, you know, it was, it was nice to see her uh, win as well um, for Best Supporting Actress for uh, for uh, I Tanya uh, as a crazy, demented, and abusive mom. Um, if, if you haven't had a chance to see that, uh, after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, not necessarily those who won the uh, the Oscar, but we're going to talk about. Those who won over 46 award shows that I evaluated over the course wow. of the award season. And we're going to see who won the most. Uh, not, not necessarily who won the Oscar, but who won the most. And we'll see if there are any surprises there compared to the Oscar win. So I can't wait. <laughs> so we'll be right back after the break. Uh, Tim, uh, treacherous Tim, you still alive back there on the Tim Cam? All right, he's still he's alive. In a, he's got in a good lunch. mood today. Look at him, got his lunch. Uh, he's going to bring some out to us during the break. No, he's not. Okay. Uh, and we've got uh, Denzel Washington over there at camera, too. I wish. We'll be right back right after this. Uh, more right here on C-Night. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. Welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, hanging out with uh, Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer uh, over there. Uh, good to <laughs> see you. He's younger man. than I am. <laughs> That's Greg Tillman. That is Greg Tillman over there beside Camera One. Uh, treacherous Tim Foster, uh, Tim Cam. Uh, he is uh, eating. His fried taters. He's more dangerous than ever now. He's eating tacos. He's eating fried taters. Uh, we have been talking Oscars. We did that before the break. Uh, we, we shared some of our, our, our thoughts on, um, you know, who won, why they won, and uh, no surprises. Um, during the break, you said you wanted to talk about music and song in the Oscars. So let's talk about that. I wish Christian were here. It'd be nice to get his take on, on that. What, 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 well, actually, what was your take on the best Best original song. Best original song. Yeah, I, 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 I pretty much thought Coco was going to win. I did too, um, but I was still hoping this is me would would take uh, it. And you could tell how the audience just reacted that. Yeah, just blew yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. away. And it does anyway. In fact, um, uh, I saw uh, it in it ended here in Shelby finally last Thursday. Right. And I ducked what out long, Thursday night. What that a was long three, stay. Three months. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For a movie that opened with eight million. Absolutely. But now the 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 Coco. Uh, uh, original song was terrific too yeah and, just and, in a different way yeah it was and the thing is the coco original song there were two versions of it there's the the kind of upbeat that happy yeah. version of yeah. it yeah. but the one in the movie that i love the most is um there's a ballad version uh if you've seen the film um i'm not going to give i'm not really giving anything away here but there's a, a kid who's singing that song to his grandmother yeah, that that's the best version of that it. version of it especially in the context of the movie when you're watching it happen i mean you talk about tears coming to your eyes your eyeballs sweating yeah i mean it is it is absolutely just a beautiful beautiful song i love both of those um watching the oscars but watching the uh, greatest showman song performed you know, knowing that Catherine and I got to hang out and talk to her. Yeah, just I was a, thinking you know, about a few and she did shave for the Oscars. She did shave yeah. for the Oscars. But she is an amazing singer. And um, that song was my favorite song for the year. I would have voted for that song. 
Um, but I also, I have to say, I did like the uh, the Coco's Remember Me. Remember Me, but the ballad version, I like the yeah, ballad version, not the uh, beat version. I agree. That. Well, let's look at uh, award season wrap. This is uh, after looking at, I'm sorry, 47 different award groups, not 46 or 45 that I mentioned earlier. 47 different awards groups throughout award season. Um, here's kind of the culmination of what I've um, deciphered for you. So I've done your homework, done the research, I'm presenting. Um, so for the film of the year, according to all of these different awards groups combined, Get Out is the winner. Uh, it had 11 wins for the year. That surprises me a little. Yeah. It's a great movie, but yeah. it's typically not the type of movie that would rake in the awards, though. Absolutely. Really. Now, I will say that some of these awards came from um, first-time film, because this was his first, you know, his directorial yeah. debut. Um, and so, and some of it came by, you know, kind of newcomers. So some of these awards are eh, skewed just a little bit um, in that. But still, uh, as far as films for Best Picture, for Best Picture, Get Out got uh, 11 uh, awards for the year. Uh, acting, uh, Gary Oldman was kind of the favorite uh, throughout award season, and it showed he had 19 wins uh, during award season for his uh, portrayal of Winston Churchill. And did you uh, meet in him? The darkest hour. The I met him. I thought you did. I did, and and I have to say that was um, as we were wrapping up the Critics Choice Awards. Uh, he was the one of the last people I got a chance to meet as far as. Uh, filmmakers and I always said yes. Catherine said, "All right, you 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 made it. You made it, Dad. <laughs> you made, made it, Dad." Winner. I'm like, "Yes." Uh, and then now to know that he went on to win yeah. the Oscar for that, um, so that was pretty cool. But Gary Oldman, uh, congratulations for that. Uh, we mentioned uh, earlier in the show that Frances McDormand ended up winning for Best Actress, but she did not have the most wins throughout award season. I actually went to Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water. She had 16 wins throughout award season. Wow. And and she was fascinating to me. She was. I mean, I just, uh, anybody who has tried to uh, to act when you're not having dialogue, when you're having to physically. Yeah, everything's physical. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard to do. I remember talking about, talking to Earl Owensby, um, who did this in a particular film called Dark Sunday. And uh, there was a movie called Dark Sunday that he did. It was a revenge picture, kind of a death wish kind of film. Uh, about this pastor whose uh, family, uh, you know, uh, murdered and, uh, well, a wife murdered and a kid, you know, in the hospital. Similar to Challenge? Similar to Challenge. Yeah, I've seen Challenge. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, uh, But this one took place at the Broad Rivers where it was shot, and uh, he was on a picnic, and he was, uh, this pastor, trying to uh, get drugs, you know, kind of out of the, out of the town, and uh, so the drug dealers came after him. They shot his family up, shot him. I hate it when that happens. I know, yeah. but, but they shot him here, so his vocal oh, cords were severed. Okay. And when I talked to Earl, he said he did that because he didn't want to memorize dialogue. <laughs> That's what Earl said. But he said afterwards, he said he had no idea how difficult it would be to deliver a story, deliver a narrative by just acting things out without saying things. And so he said he never did that again. He painted himself in a corner, he? painted he? himself in a corner. <laughs> but, but, you know, he was saying how difficult it was, and, and others— who have done similar things have said it's really challenging to do that when you when you have to rely on either sign language or just your your physical presence right. and the emotion through your eyes that raw acting that's tough to do but yeah. but uh, Sally Hawkins uh, congratulations on her for being the winner of the year for 16 wins for for best actress um, for uh, all awards um, best supporting actor while Sam Rockwell really kind of racked it up toward the end of award season. Um, by far, it was Willem Dafoe in the Florida Project that ended up doing the most. He had 20 wins, 
during uh, uh, award season. He's never won, right? He's never yeah. won. Never won. Uh, I think his time will come. I think his time will come at some point. Um, Laurie Metcalf ended up winning best supporting uh, for the most wins, 21 wins uh, for Lady Bird. Uh, you know, we saw, uh, saw that win for the Oscars actually go to Allison Janney, but uh, Laurie Metcalf, Metcalf, who has been around for a very long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Um, anybody watched Roseanne will remember yeah. her from now that. Now she's Sheldon's mother. Now she's, she, she's Sheldon's mom in yeah. uh, The Big Bang Theory, and uh, her real-life daughter is cast as the mom in Young Sheldon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is so perfect Isn't it? Uh, if you watch that in yeah. TV. So, so perfect there. Uh, and, and animation, uh, no surprises here. Coco blew it away with 33 of the 37 wins. And, and there were only 37 that actually gave out to animation. But 33 wins is pretty incredible. But financially, not one of Pixar is more successful. No, it's right? not. It's not. But, man, it was just a, a solid film. Yeah. Uh, it spoke to a lot. It was one of those things that you, know, you, you take a film, um, you're celebrating death. Yeah. You know, and my first thought was, I wonder if Tim Burton had directed this, what it would have looked like. Wow. You know? Um, but True. they did it in a way that, that it wasn't about just, it was celebrating the legacy of those that came before It was about you. family. It was about and family. Tradition and yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Absolutely yeah. love that. So 33 wins for Coco uh, this year. And for screenplay, original screenplay, the winner, uh, Get Out, um, really racked it up with 26 wins. There were really no surprises there come Oscar time. To me, I would have been surprised if it had not won really? the Oscar. Uh, and the same way with, with Coco. If Coco had not won, I would have been really surprised. And for cinematography, uh, Blade Runner was, was really the big winner throughout award season with uh, 22 wins there. Hey, you have to give a shout-out to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I I'm assuming the first NBA player to win an How Academy cool is Award. That? Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, that was pretty awesome to see. Yeah. Um, very awesome to see. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to uh, all of the winners uh, during uh, award season. And the Oscars are wrapped. So, now we're kind of starting it all over again. And there is no downtime at theaters anymore. Uh, we're, we're seeing that. Um, right. Even though last Black weekend. Black Panther is a good example. Black that, Panther is right? a good example. It's still holding strong. You know, this weekend, uh, I'll talk about some films opening up. But quickly, I'm going to give you just a 30-second review of a couple films that are in theaters now. Uh, Red Sparrow, uh, this movie really uh, fell flat for me. Um, it, it, it failed on a lot of levels. It was a two hours, 20 minutes long. Um, a spy espionage drama really 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 slow pacing for this um, it is a graphic film and what I mean by graphic graphic language um, there's a lot of nudity um, very low on the action uh, it's kind of built as an action film but didn't have a whole lot of action Jennifer Lawrence was okay uh, it was directed by Francis Lawrence who also directed her in a couple of the Hunger Games films uh, he also did I Am Legend uh, he's known as a music video director that's where he kind of got his start but um, this is not a movie for the kids. Uh, I, I really hoped I would like this movie, but I'm giving it a C minus rating. Um, also, Death Wish in theaters. This is a remake Bruce of the Willis. 1974 film. Yeah, Bruce Willis stars in this. Uh, the 74 film had Charles Bronson. Uh, really, a, 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 the movie's story is about a, hu a husband and father uh, looking for revenge against those who tried to harm his family. And uh, brutal, brutal violence and language. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. I noticed that. From a critic standpoint, but the audience score 86%. Wow. Um, director Eli Roth brought, brought this to the screen, and he's done the hostile films, a lot of horror films. For me, I, I really, I'm having a hard time giving a rating, and here's the reason why. There were a lot of distractions from the audience. 
Um, I don't like um, people with cell phones. And oh, I don't yeah. like people talking loud and just being disrespectful. That happened. And so it was hard for me to, to separate how I felt about the film compared to how my experience was. So, but I did want to give you the Rotten Tomatoes rankings on that. So anyway, uh, in theaters this weekend, Gringo, The Hurricane Heist, and A Wrinkle in Time. So you've got something for everybody in theaters this weekend. And the movie quote of the week, to wrap things up, uh, this does come from The Curious Cage of Benjamin Button. That's right, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Our lives are defined by opportunities, even the ones that we miss. Well, that wraps it up for this week right here on C19 TV's Meet Me at the Movies. You can download the podcast on WGWG.org. Email us, info at C19.TV. Tim Foster, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Greg Tillman, appreciate you as well, as always. I don't believe you. Well, one minute, I gotta say I'll it. take it. Got to say it because it's in my diversity and inclusion <laughs> writer. Thanks to your lawyer. No, that Thanks. was to my lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> So until next time, I'm Noel T. Manning II, saying that is a wrap.